I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. You never know. You never know. But a fun week here on Ben and Woods. 97.3, the fan. I'm Woodsy. It's Paul Rindle. It's our executive producer. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Also here, I'd like to do a, a quick shout-out, if you don't mind, to uh, Tier 1 Steve, who is the manager of the Encinitas Stater Brothers. I uh, left my wallet there the other day, a couple days ago. And I have an air tag in my wallet that my lovely wife... Uh, got me for that express purpose to put inside my wallet so that I because I lose my wallet a lot and I think I left it on the counter I had to run back in after buying groceries she texted me and said did you get this and this and I said "Uh, no so I had to go back in grab the things I needed quickly and then I believe I left it on the counter I try to never put my wallet down anywhere now, I try I take, as well. If I need to take like a card or cash out, I will keep the wallet in my hand yeah. until it returns to my pocket. Correct. These pants that I was wearing 
did not have a back pocket. So I... You can't put it in your front pocket? I mean, I could, but I didn't. I think I left it on the counter. Right. But anyway, so I, I had the AirTag in. Yesterday before work, I checked my, you know, find my AirTag. And there it was, Stater Brothers. So I called after the show, went down there. I walked up, and I saw a nice gentleman standing there in a shirt and tie. And I said, Dad, do you work here? He said, I do. And he goes... Um, I'm a giant tier one. My name's Steve. I said, oh, my God, thank you so much. And he goes, I got your wallet for you. Every nickel and penny in that wallet was accounted for. All seven cents. All, what did I have in there? Let's see what I got. <laughs> cash, let's do a cash check The nickel here. and the two pennies. 20, both five, I got 40, 45, 50, 55. I have $58 in my wallet. Um, and every credit card, every debit card, Gift card, they were all accounted for. You guys are a stand-up organization. Why, so why, I mean, now, obviously, Stater Brothers, great choice with the Tier 1s. Why Why do you choose Stater Brothers? I mean, I've got, I go to Vaughn's. It's right across the street from my house. But there's a Ralph's nearby. Stater Brothers isn't that far away. How do people choose which grocery store is going to be theirs? You're going to laugh at me, but when I tell you that I go to, like, I've taken. I've, we've we've talked about this, but I've taken over all the meals in our home. I do the cooking at dinner. I make the kids lunches. So I go to at least one grocery store a day. Most days, two. That's a lot. It's now, a lot. I, I do most of the grocery shopping, but I try to like a once a week sort of thing. I I couldn't do it. Some of it's week. at Costco, some of it's at Vaughn's, some of it's at Trader Joe's. But that's pretty much my triumvirate of grocery shopping. I'll do Vaughn's, I'll do Stater Brothers, I'll do Trader Joe's, um, I'll do Sprouts, I'll do Gelson's. Uh, I do them all. Wow. I, I like to, there's some, there's... Like, Occasionally I'll even do the Amazon delivery sure. of groceries. I like the fruit selections and vegetable okay. uh, selections at Gelson's. Okay. Uh, Vaughn's is the only one that has the uh, protein shakes that I drink that I like, so I have to go there. I like the deli at Stater Brothers. I also like the fruit at Stater Brothers, how they slice it up. So I'm my whole day is basically meal prepping for my family and shopping. Every day I go. Um, so I've now kind of gotten used to it. It's just part of my day. For me, I know where everything is at Vaughn's. And so that's the biggest factor. Like, I walk in, you know, you go into a grocery store or like a Home Depot, and you don't know where something is. I are there for I, hours. I just sit there and I look around. I go, I've got no idea where I'm looking for. I know at my grocery store, at least, I've got a good idea of everything that I'm looking for, exactly where I'm going to find it. And it's taken me years to actually determine it. And when they decide to change the aisles around and move things, it just throws me for a loop. Well, of course. But I, you know, in my situation at home, this is an actual conversation that happened last night. Babe, what would you like for dinner? I want salmon. And I said, I don't like salmon. And she said, could you also make a sweet potato? I Have said, you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. <laughs> I said... Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Hannah hates lasagna. I so that. that's I couldn't believe so it. So she hates lasagna. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? She loves that's hot more fudge sundaes. Yeah, but... more of a So I said All right. <laughs> I said to her, "What do you want for dinner?" She goes, "I want salmon." I go, "I don't I'm not making salmon." I said, "Not just because I don't like it. The kids won't eat it." She goes, "Well, why do you ask me then?" I go, "So in your mind, you want me to make salmon for you, 
Then I got to make something the kids will eat. Then I have to make something that I want. I said, I'm not, this isn't a diner. I'm not a short, I know I have a griddle, but I'm not a short order cook. We're not at Cheesecake right. the Factory. The question here. is, do you have an idea of something that, that could be satisfactory yes. to everybody? For everyone. Including yourself. I mean, of you course. Know, yeah. So I said, forgive me for not wanting to make salmon, which I nor the kids will eat, sweet potatoes, which I nor the kids will eat. I'm going to make something else. She's like, well, just any fish. I go, the kids don't like fish. So I made pork chops and green beans on the griddle, and they were fantastic. Fantastic. It's the best, it's the best thing I've ever bought. So my entire day, so I can't just go buy once a week. I, it's basically a day-to-day. What do you feel like? To, I bought stuff for spaghetti tonight. I'm making spaghetti, not on the griddle. Because I said I'm over this. I just want something easy, eat the spaghetti, now, everybody you, likes are it. Are you a good bargain shopper? No, no. No. See, now, I'm very good. You know, those. I'll always look for the deals where you can see, hey, normally it's three twenty nine, but today it's it's $2.49. I've never even looked at a or price. Or buy three ever. and get this price. Like, <laughs> buy three boxes of cereal. They're only $1.99 each. Regular price, five bucks. It's like, I'm getting three of those then. I don't. I've never. I don't even look at the price. I go to get what I want. Oh, I always look at the price. Pumpkin, of everything. Pumpkin King Turtle Budget in. looks at the price. If I know I can't, he does. If I can't look at the price of ball players anymore, I'm certainly looking at the price of my groceries. Groceries. So Stater Brothers, well known for their meat selection. You are absolutely right. Um, so I'm not. I'm not. I don't discriminate. I literally hit every grocery store. You know, every week I hit them all. Every single one of them. So. I like to spread the uh, the wealth around a little bit to all the different locations, but I did want to shout out my man Steve. He found my wallet, kept my wallet, did not go through my wallet, and uh, just really appreciate that. As long as we're talking about uh, shout-outs to Tier 1s and meat, I want to give a shout-out to Chappy Old Chap. Uh, so yesterday I was uh, I was going to grab a sandwich for dinner, going to get a, a banh mi sandwich. I enjoy those. I feel like the, I love that bread, the baguette that they come on, and then it's loaded with veggies, so it feels at least somewhat a little bit healthier than what some is of the my meat? other choices. You can choose. I usually get a grilled chicken, just okay. a grilled chicken banh mi. So I feel like, okay, yeah, the bread is not the healthiest, but it's delicious, and I could do a lot worse. It's got the jalapeno and some cucumber. I like banh mi sandwiches. Get to my place. Save that. Cali baguette. <laughs> Express and there's an ambulance in the parking lot and there uh, it's closed or something has happened. It threw me for such a loop. I started like like okay now what I'm going to do? I had my plan. Now I'm aimlessly well, driving around and now you wanted Bon Me, so yeah, all you Elk can Home taste Boulevard is Bon Me and University Avenue. Going what what do I want now? And I can't even I can't even fathom it. And I just kept kind of driving westward until I ended up. Yeah, let's just get a burger. Not the best healthy choice, but the friendly was right there. So. Pulled in, uh, got a, a friendly burger, which is absolutely delicious. It's so been too good. long. <laughs> but this is what brings me to the from Chappy Old Chap, who uh, I didn't see my Twitter at the time. He says, if that's you at the Friendly Tavern, let me buy you a burger at Ben Higgins. And I saw that later, but I wanted to thank him for the offer. Uh, it was, in fact, me there last night at the Friendly grabbing a burger for my dinner. Now Patrick tweets in and says, it's time for me to graduate to a man purse. The best thing I've ever done. I, Patrick, I take enough grief uh, on Twitter and social media to upgrade to a man purse. So look, look where my wallet is, just sitting out right here. Wasn't that one of Kramer's ideas on Seinfeld? A purse. A purse. Yeah. Look, if I could do it and it looked cool, I would probably do it. See, you now you've got your wallet sitting. You could leave it there. Well, the and other now thing is, the satchel. I wear, Jones had one. I wear a lot of uh, athleisure. 
meaning you know sweatpant type things. They're not great for holding your wallet and your keys and everything else. So your phone, it's just they don't give you a lot of room in there. So maybe a man purse is for me. At this point, what do I care? <laughs> like I'm already taking enough grief anyway. Might as well go all in. Get myself immersed. Patrick, send me the link. I'll take a look at it. My wife's really into fanny packs. She wears the fanny pack al- around. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get one of those. See, now I'm a front pocket guy. We've talked about that. It doesn't look great. It's bulky. But I always know where they are, and I feel like it's safe. That is safe. In my front pocket. It is safe. But the lines in my pants are not well, necessarily shout, crisp shout out, and clean. Shout out to Stater Brother. Shout out to the AirTag, by the way. The AirTag is the greatest invention Can you imagine ever. growing up? Like, there would be technology, you lost something. It's amazing. And you just look up. My dad, it it would have saved me so much (laughs) grief from, like, losing my jacket. Keys. Keys. Phone. Wallets. Yeah. The AirTag is so clutch. It's just so clutch. Shelly lost her phone once, and we were, we actually were going to the Apple store to get a new one because we couldn't find it on her iPhone. But then we got to the Apple store, and they, like, called it up on the map, and they go, oh, you left it there, and we found it. It's It's just such an amazing technology that now exists. Save us from our own demons. Yeah, from ourselves, yeah. Because we make a lot of mistakes. We do. All right, let's let's um, let's get back to some sound. When we come back, Nelson Cruz, his introduction to the San Diego Padres, a nice zoom on a balcony somewhere it looked like in the Looked DR. Beautiful. It really did. Stunning. Look, Stunning I, I wanted, views. I wanted to go visit yep. Nelson Cruz Look. at his place in the DR after I saw that zoom yesterday. Uh, some of the things he had to say about joining the Padres and his role on the 2023 team. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, let's get a check of traffic. Also, remind you, you can log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3 The Fan SD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena on March 3rd. You'll earn one entry for every hour you listen. So if you've started at the beginning of the show today, you already earned two entries for your chance to see the Eagles at Pachanga Arena. And we'll be back after Kelly's traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get at the heart of the NFL at the In the Huddle podcast. It's Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason Lockonfora, as well as Carl Dukes, taking you around the league and giving you the inside scoop, diving deep on matchups to determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we will have a guest coming up here at the bottom of the hour, 835, Jeff Fletcher is going to join us from the SoCal News Group. Covers the Angels. A little more on the uh, the Artie Moreno sale and then non-sale of the Angels and what's going on yeah. in Anaheim, everything what's I, going on with Shohei Otani. Everything I read yesterday, it was, it honestly, like you said, it was cold feet. It was cold feet. He was like, I'm in, let's do this. Oh, God, I don't really want to pull the trigger on this deal. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm out. Back, back, back out, back out. It was cold feet. And uh, Jeff's going to be able to shed a lot more light on that and answer that question. Good owner, bad owner, Artie Moreno. Uh, So that is coming up. Um, Also, uh, yesterday, it was the uh, first Zoom conference for the newest member of the Padres, Nelson Cruz, uh, joining from uh, looked like a nice uh, spot in the Dominican Republic on a balcony somewhere. Uh, Just seemed very tropical and inviting. Uh, And we got to know a little bit more about Nelson Cruz yesterday, including why. Why he decided on the Padres when there were other uh, options out there? I think it was uh, something that we were working from the last few years, even last year and the year past before we got traded. Um, um, I guess it was something that was coming. Um, and it was something that um, I think that I was looking for, a uh, chance to win the World Series. I got uh, all the offers. I think uh, more than while better. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the point of my career, I want to win. And I guess that was the easy choice to decide um, who are the best um, teams to, to the game they can win the World Series. And uh, I guess the Padres are, are, the, are the one. Um, so that was the reason why. And also, I have a pretty good relationship with uh, AJ, uh, with Manny, Juan Soto, and uh, Fernando Tatis. Uh, imagine we're from the same country. So. <laughs> relationship going uh, a little far so uh, that was the two main reasons why sounds like a no brainer. i mean it's such an easy we thought yeah, it I last mean, year it's a no-brainer you know he, he said i had better offers from other teams and i don't doubt that audrey signed him for a million dollars which right now is is nothing for a veteran in this day and age so clearly he had other options now the padres as he said had interest last year they didn't really want to pay what the nationals ended up paying which i think was 12 plus a 3 million buyout, so 15 million essentially for one season of Nelson Cruz. That was even a little too rich for Peter Seidler and AJ's blood. But at a million, absolute no brainer. No brainer. To bring this guy under this team. And for him, <laughs> so if, if really you want to have, play 
try to get a, a World Series ring and play with a bunch of guys that that you know you love, you, you know that are from your country. No better spot than the Padres, and spe- specifically a reunion with Manny Machado, who he played with in the past uh, with the Baltimore Orioles, and he talked about uh, getting to play with Manny again. We very tight. Uh, we go back since 2014 when it was 2013 um, with the Orioles in 2014. We played together. Uh, like you mentioned, yeah, he tried to recruit me last year, uh, even the year before uh, on the trade line. So I'm really happy. I'm excited. Uh, he called me right away. We got a text and uh, same case with Soto. So um, hopefully, and that's the goal to win the whole thing. That's what we're looking for. Pretty cool, too, to think about what uh, Nelson Cruz's role is going to be with the Dominican Republic in the WBC. He's the general manager. So all of those, you, you we talk about leadership. We talked about it. We said it. Um, when he walks in the room, he's a leader. He's already a leader of the San Diego Padres. He's never played an inning. Um, he's going to be, you saw the, the roster of guys uh, from the DR. Superstar after superstar after superstar. And who's 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 running the show? It's going to be Nelson Cruz. So that, that says a lot about him as a person and, and how people feel about him. Having him here is going to be amazing. And the Padres won't, I don't think, say it directly, but clearly they are hoping that Nelson Cruz takes Fernando Tatis Jr. under his wing, can be a, a an example, a role model, whatever it is. You can't force these things necessarily. You can't just say, all right, he's your shadow for the year, you know, you two are you two are best buddies now, and let's get to it. I think you have to let it happen kind of organically, but there's clearly a thought process there that you've got a young you've got a young player, a potential superstar who has gone off track a little bit early in his career, and get someone who has lived it all, has made mistakes, has you know had successes, has lived through it all for decades now in Major League Baseball. And can impart some of that wisdom. So that's clearly part of the role. Uh, as for the rest of the role, Nelson Cruz talked about what what it might look like this season. I haven't talked to um, uh, Bob about it, but um, while we're here, it was um, hopefully I can I can take my bats. Um, but um, I'm open to anything. I, I'm here to help. All right, so here to uh, help. He's here to help. Uh, you know, and that may be part time designated hitter. You know, mostly against left-handed pitching. Yeah, but does anybody have a problem with that? I don't. Not for a million bucks. Not for a million bucks. Now, if you know, if if he's absolutely raking, I'm sure they'll find a way to get his bat into the lineup more often, and against right-handers as well. But even if it's just part-handed, part-time designated hitter, that's still something that the Padres need, and he can serve a valuable uh, spot. And there is a chance that he could bounce back. You know, he's hit most of his home runs, by far the majority of his home runs, but 449, somewhere around there in his career, after the age of 30. So he's been very, very productive for the last decade. Last season, it dropped off quite a bit. He only hit 10 home runs for the Washington Nationals, but there is some thought that an eye problem that had maybe stretched back a year or more was contributing to it and he ended up having a surgery this off season he talked about uh, how that's affected his vision going forward it's, it's been good uh i've been doing other activities um uh, i can see the baseball better now about um and i don't know exactly for how long uh, probably since the year before uh when i got traded that's 
I guess when I started getting affected. But um, I noticed pretty well last year after the second half of the season. He's had some monster years, man. He's got 459 home runs. Um, you know, Ben got gotten several MVP votes in his career. Um, bunch of All Star games. Uh, but but like you said, it's the track record. It's the experience of what he's been through. Uh, and you always love to hear that. You know, I'm, I'm, we've talked about not being able to see a baseball makes it pretty difficult in this this advanced uh, level in which they play. And uh, if he gets that dialed in and you know gets the bat speed going, Nelson Nelson Cruz is certainly not a guy you want to hang on to. I mean, wherever he's hitting five hole, four hole, whatever. You don't, you don't want to hang one to Nelson Cruz. He's going to make you pay. Father time catches up with everybody. Yep. I will say, though, just watching him on that Zoom, and he's going to be 43, I think, uh, July 1st this year. Very young-looking yep. guy. He does not – the age doesn't show really at all. He looks in shape, looks spry, and, and, and still young. And if he goes out and does – Everything that we've talked about and is the leader that that team needs, the veteran presence that they need, hits 15, 18, 20 home runs, you know, spot starting against a lefty, pinch hitting, I have no problem with that. Again, it's $1 million, which is a lot of money for us. It is not a lot of money for a Major League Baseball team. It's the most low-risk, high-reward deal that maybe A.J. Preller's ever done. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's a million dollars. For the guy who's used to maybe overpaying yeah. slightly for guys, this is definitely an underpay. Absolutely. And it's, an, and it's an area where, let's let's be honest, power is somewhere that the Padres can improve on actually quite a bit from no last question. year. No you know, Manny, question. Manny got his. You know, he always gets kind of his. He gets his 30, yeah. But, but Soto, in the time he was with the Padres, didn't, didn't, didn't hit for a ton of power. Jake didn't have a a super powerful season at the plate. You didn't have Fernando Tatis Jr. Now you've added Xander Bogarts. Obviously, Hosmer didn't hit for power when he was there in the first half. Luke Voigt got off to a slow start, hit a few, but like 10 or 11 in his time with the Padres, something like that. It just it wasn't an area where the Padres really flourished in 2022 was in power. And now, you know, they could be dripping with it let's throughout say, the lineup. Let's say Fernando hits 35 and... And that's, you know, I mean, he's missing 20 games. Fernando, Fernando could hit 50. I mean, we've seen, let's, like... Let's modestly, let's say, 30 modestly say 30 to 35. And Nelly Cruz hits 20. 18. And, I Matt, mean, and Matt Carpenter hits... Hits 10, 12. T- 15. 15, whatever. I mean... And Xander they, Bogarts hits 26. I mean... It's pretty dirty, you really You have really elevated the level of power in the Padres line. Can we all take some Hibernol and go to sleep until opening day? Because I'm very, very excited. And the wait for opening day is eating my soul alive. I just can't wait to see these guys. The anticipation in Anaheim, probably not as, as great as it is it's, here. It's probably okay. But they have great players, so they always feel that way. And now the uh, the team will not be sold, at least anytime soon, by Artie Moreno. Uh, interesting story, and we'll talk with uh, Jeff Fletcher. Covers the team for the SoCal News Group, Orange County Register, uh, that whole the whole operation up there. He's going to join us when we come back with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We had a good conversation about the Angels yesterday, but we lack expertise in that area. We do. We're more Padres people, as you can tell. Uh, so we've brought in an expert on the Angels. Uh, Jeff Fletcher, who covers the team, is going to join us momentarily right after check traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. All right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline where we are joined by Angels beat writer from the Orange County Register and the SoCal News Group. Jeff Fletcher back with us. It's been a while, Jeff. It's good to have you back on uh, with Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good, thank you. We're doing really well. And, you know, sometimes the uh, the article writes itself, Jeff. I loved, loved, loved what you did in the uh, the OC Register when you basically just put together and compiled a list of fan reaction, <laughs> fan reaction to the news that Artie Moreno uh, is going to not sell the team. He's going to continue to be the owner. And the responses are uh, hysterical, um, sad in some cases. I mean, this guy's here. Uh, Jake says, looking forward to our 20-year playoff drought and losing Otani this winter. Glad you're back, Artie. I mean, I we were kicking it around, Jeff. Why the, um, why the panicked reaction by so many Angels fans? Well, I think that rightly or wrongly, a lot of Angels fans blame what's gone wrong uh, over the last 10 years on Artie Moreno. And I think certainly he's responsible for some of it. I mean, he is the owner. 
you know, there there's some some of the problems that, that do start with him, but I don't think it's all his fault. And I don't think that a new owner would have flipped the switch and, and fixed him. So, but I think that people were just eager to, to see something new and to, to hope for something different, even if they didn't know what that different was going to be. And I think now people are just disappointed that they that they are not going to get that. But this really does seem to be a, a case of a change of heart or, or cold feet. Not not he wasn't getting the kind of interest he was looking for. According to the reports, it sounds like the Angels would have fetched a, a pretty penny on the market. Yeah, I think that that's true. I think that, you know, he paid like $180 million for the team. Yep. And at worst, he was going to get like $2.5 billion. And unless he went into it with some kind of unrealistic expectations of absolutely wanting to hit $3 billion, uh, I'm pretty sure that, that he would have gotten all the offers that were, you know, 2.5 to 3 that would have been certainly uh, very fair. And, uh, you know, they hadn't even opened the bidding process yet. So I can't – I don't think that people can say that really, oh, he didn't get the money he wanted because nobody had even submitted a formal bid. So uh, I think that it really, you know, I believe what they say that, uh, you know, he changed his mind. Uh, why exactly he changed his mind, that is what we still don't know. Um, but I don't think it was uh, because of the offers. It's certainly hard to imagine um, spending $180 million on a team, being able to then flip that team in 20 years for, let's call it $3 billion, Um it's hard to imagine walking away from that type of, of money when you're 76 years old. Um, you know, I, I kind of threw it out there yesterday. I, it, I think it's ego. Uh, it's ego. It's unfinished business. It's all of that. We had uh, an interesting conversation yesterday, Jeff, talking about is he a good owner? Is he, is he in fact, a good owner? They've tried so many things. And so many of these things haven't worked. In your opinion, you've covered him, you've covered the team. Is he a good owner? Well, I think that the best owner is an owner that basically hires people who know what they're doing and just lets them do it and gives them whatever money they think is necessary to do it. So in that sense, I would say he's probably not because he doesn't necessarily let the people who are beneath him, the the people who are experts in, you know, whatever part of the team that they're dealing with, he kind of gets a little too involved, which, you know, I think is just because he's a big fan and he feels like he has something to contribute. And at the end of the day, he feels like, well, it's my money. And if I feel like I have something to contribute, I want to contribute. But, you know, it's probably, you know, who knows if any of us in the same situation would be able to just sit back and watch other people spend your money. So, uh, but I think that, he does need to uh, to kind of allow the other people to, to say, look, Artie, if we spend this money on this and not on this, that that will help in the long term more. Even if you're not seeing the benefit today, that's, you know, the way to do it. And I think, that, you know, maybe he's he's learned that now. So who knows? It's funny. We put we put those owners in such a, a tough position because we want them to be incredibly passionate about baseball yes. and their team. But stay out of it. Incredibly <laughs> open with their pocketbook. But then you really have to stay out of it and you can't have any opinions whatsoever. It's impossible. We'd all I'd have, certainly have opinions if I owned the team and I'd wanna I'd wanna put my two cents in. So I mean I the best thing that he can do, Jeff, right now 
is try to to get Shohei Otani signed long term. Where where are the Angels in that? Is Shohei Otani even going to give them an opportunity? Do you think, based on your coverage, that he wants to stick around? That he wants to go somewhere else? Where does he stand one year out now from free agency? Well, we really don't know what Shohei Otani thinks, other than the sort of vague comments he he tells us. You know, when we ask him that. Uh, he likes it here. He likes all the people around. He feels like the Angels can win, but ultimately he's very disappointed that they haven't won, and he really wants to win. That's all we pretty much know. That really doesn't tell you much of anything. Um, I think that if you uh, really gave him truth serum and said, like, you have a choice of winning with the Angels or winning with some unknown team, he would rather win with the Angels because he's comfortable and he knows what the situation is. But obviously the Angels have not won, and uh, you know they have to to prove to him that they can win. And uh, I don't think they need to absolutely guarantee it because they do. Like I said, they have other things going for them already that that another team does not, which is that he knows what it's like and he knows the environment he's in, he knows the people, all that stuff. That certainly counts for something. So uh, you know we'll just see uh, what happens. Talking to our pal Jeff Fletcher, uh, Angels beat writer here. Do you get the sense that Artie, as an owner, I mean, you look at at, at moves that they've made the last few years, uh, the Rendon signing, obviously it hasn't worked out yet. There's still time, by the way, for that that to work out. And, and when they signed him, he was coming off, you know, just a massive, massive season, a World Series winner, you know, the whole thing. They make moves. They spend money. Uh, as a fan, you you got to like that. It just seems to be um, that a lot of times these moves just don't seem to work out for this team. And and I don't know how to put my finger on it. In your opinion, what do they need to do? What is the what is the low end for the Angels this year? Like baseline, is it making the playoffs, getting in? You know, with the extra team, like they have to get into the playoffs this year. Yes. Uh, well, those are like three questions there you asked. Me. So let me go back <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> The first one is uh, what they need to do, and I actually I did a big series of stories on this back in uh, November, December, and the biggest reason that they failed is their farm system has not been productive. And if you don't have a productive farm system, you don't have players to trade. As you, you've seen, the Padres are able to go out and trade for yes. really good players because they have a great farm system. The Angels have absolutely not been able to do that. So the only market you're looking at for players then are basically – free agents who are old and players that you can trade for without giving up much, which are guys that are basically old or have something wrong with them. So right there, that's the problem with why they haven't been good. Uh, As far as what they can do right now, um, you know, on paper right now, they look like about an 84, 85 win team. That's probably not going to get you in the playoffs, but if, you know, they get some breaks and, and they get towards the best case scenario of that, and then they're good enough to to maybe make some trades midseason that pushes them up even a little more. You know, the Phillies made the playoffs last year with uh, something like 87 wins, and then they got hot, and look what happened. So certainly all that is, is reasonable, uh, you know, but, but they, they do need to get kind of the best-case scenario for a lot of things. They need to avoid major injuries that they've had. So uh, all that is, is what they need to do. Jeff, uh, we know the Angels have al- always had to deal with the Dodgers being right there, not you know, not that far away, competing in the same market essentially. But now there's a competitor to the South that's also spending quite a bit on their their salary and with popular superstar players. Do you feel like the the Angels may be feeling a bit of a Southern California 
squeeze now between the Padres and the Dodgers in their place in the MLB universe? I mean, I just think they've always felt pressure to win because they're a big market team and they have superstar players and they spend a lot of money. So it doesn't matter if you're doing that in the middle of Wyoming or in the middle of Los Angeles. You still have to win uh, when you're, you know, when you have these kind of great players around you. So I think that they definitely, uh, certainly it, it doesn't help that they've got those other two teams and, and there are people who are certainly in LA, there's people that could pick the Dodgers over the angels. And now, you know, even Southern Orange County, Northern San Diego County, there's people that, that might have a choice of, you know, where you're going to go. And uh, the Padres are, are putting on a pretty good show now too. And then finally, a guy we're familiar with Phil Nevin uh, coming back as a manager, but not exactly on the most solid of footing. What what kind of situation is he in as he heads into this kind of, you know, extra year that he's been given? Well, he's got to win. Obviously he's got a one year deal. So uh, if he doesn't win, if, if things don't look good for him, then he's not going to be around next year. So I think that he, he knows that. And uh, I think that, you know, he certainly feels like they have the pieces to win and he feels like he can do it. So we will see. I uh, watched a, uh, it was at the winter meetings, uh, the GM Perry Manasian. Is that right? How you say his name? Perry Manasian. Manasian. Uh, he said, he basically said, look, my kids won't let me come in the house if I lose Shohei Otani. It's obviously our number one priority. If the Angels, who don't have a ton of of starting pitching, front line starting pitching, not a ton, if they're out of it or sliding May, June, I mean, you'd have to, if you're him, you'd have to consider shopping an Otani at that point, would you not? Well, I don't know about May. I mean, it's pretty hard to be out of it in May when there's, you know. Well, with six teams, yeah. In the playoffs. Call, yeah it, call it July. Call it July. Yeah, in July, certainly in July, if they're out of it and they have not been able to sign to an extension, they're probably going to trade it. Wow. I mean, there's no uh, way around that. But, but there are two major factors to that that could prevent that. A, they could sign to an extension before that. And B, they could actually be in contention. Yeah. And, and they don't have to be a great team to be in contention, like we said, with expanded playoffs. If they're 500, you know, Oof. at the All-Star break, then that's in contention. Last year they were well below 500, so uh, that was the problem. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure well, on we, we just went through the Padres prospect list last week, headed by Jackson Merrill. I don't know how many deep they're going to have to do to get it done. But it's going to be a lot. You know, AJ will be calling it. It's going to be a lot. July, if that's the case. Hey, Jeff, appreciate your time. Good insight. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Jeff Fletcher, Orange County Register, with us talking a little Angels on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Fine New Roads. Obviously, they'll want probably Lesko, uh, the number two Padres prospect pitching-wise. Certainly Jackson Merrill, maybe even uh, the number three prospect in Robbie Snelling, uh, who's the left-handed pitcher that they drafted, I think, in the second round or uh, supplemental pick uh, that the Padres got last year. You know, I mean, it's going to take even for a rental. I mean, if it's a rental, it's, a rental. Though, yeah. it's just a rental. It is. But the, the competition for Otani, if it's he's healthy be... and, you know, if he's thrown well. I mean, wow, just uh, just thinking about that is and, interesting. And, you know, it's hard for me to look at, at what they've done in the offseason and say, oh, yeah, they've they've improved dramatically. And they, think... they added Tyler Anderson, which will help. And if he has this, the, the kind of season he did with the Dodgers, yeah, that's a really, really nice piece for them in their rotation. But, 
you know, you go down, man, it's it's a lot of the same guys. It's Griffin, Canning. Um, they, they added a couple guys to their bullpen as well. But, I mean, starting pitching, Ben, is just such a necessity. you got Shohei, obviously, that can go every fifth, sixth day. Um, but after that, man, it just it's a lot of question marks. And obviously, as for Phil Nevin, you know he's been put in basically the most difficult situation I mean, he can—a one-year deal. They could fire him at any second if things aren't going well, and really not feel much about it. But you know, as a poker player would say, "Hey, chip in a chair." You know, he's got the job, and if everything goes well, and the Angels, you know, surprise and you know make the playoffs, make a run. You never, you know, never could parlay that into a long-term deal yep. and, a, and a successful managerial career. So it's always better to have that opportunity than not have that opportunity. He's in the game right now. We'll see what he does uh, with that chance that he's been given this year. They picked up our old pal, the Eye Patch, Brandon Drury is uh, an angel as well. Gio Urshela is going to play third base for them. Uh, good glove, but I mean, again, your offense outside of of Drury, Trout, and Otani. Is and they got Hunter Renfro as well. He's going to you know have some pop. Um, Taylor Ward's a decent player, but man, I I just I look at it and I go, I, I don't know. I don't see I don't see them getting off to some you know ridiculous start where it's like, oh, the Angels are are in it. But I've been wrong before. I'm so intrigued by this notion of trading Shohei Otani. If it if it comes to that, as Jeff said, hey, you'd have to. They're after if they're out of it, you have to. You have to. We've heard that the Dodgers obviously are going after him. We've heard the Padres would go after Otani. How much value is there in getting a guy in for a couple of months? You know, a chance to negotiate with him exclusively well, to show what your organization other, is about. The other like thing, a, like a dress rehearsal, a you know, a preview of what it could be like if you sign with the team. But the other thing is, is if I'm going to trade my future for a rental, he's it. He's the one but guy that can, I look at and go, he can pitch and he can hit, and he hits almost better than anyone. Conversely, though, if you trade your top prospects and you don't win? for two months and you don't win, and then let's say he goes and signs with the Dodgers. You're, it that's sucks. A, that's a lose, lose, lose situation. That is a disastrously that's, bad that's, situation. That's the gamble. That's the gamble. If there's, it could work the other way. The Dodgers could trade all their prospects for him. Not win, and yeah. then he signs with the Padres in Correct. the offseason. I mean, it is as risky and potentially as rewarding as it could be. Again, you're not going to major league baseball. You're not going to find. You're not going to find a better odd, better odds for a for a guy that's going to help you in a World Series than a guy that can pitch and hit and pitch at a, and hit at a very high level. Hey, we're going to add this guy Juan Soto, and he can also go seven innings, two I mean, MVP seasons. And I know he didn't win the MVP, but. He could, he could have, should have. He's had, yeah. he's had two consecutive MVP seasons. Is there any question left about how long he can continue to do both? That is there a a point at which? Isn't you, it weird though? I don't know. Isn't I, it weird because there's I, no comparison though. These, you I, I feel like there. I feel like there will always be the question well, too, of how long is he going to do that? We don't know. I mean, we've never seen a, a player do that. Is right. is four seasons of this incredible? Yeah. Is it is six seasons? What what? Because you're going to how long can he go? You're going to have this? to shell out money for him as both as a pitcher both. And, yeah. a and there's no fielder. comp for it. There's no comp. I mean, he may he may have had the two most spectacular seasons in baseball history. But that's all you got. I mean, you know, you can't do it forever. You You're giving him pitcher and power hitter money, but like gut tells you, gut feeling will tell you that eventually, at some point, whether it's, whether it's in two years or in eight years, 
he will probably not pitch anymore and will just be right. a fielder. Just be a, a monster DH or a, a right. Which is you're paying him for two but premium not positions. as valuable as a five hundred million dollar player right. anymore. Yeah, it's 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 a risk. There's no doubt. But man, that feels like a pretty solid risk to take. All right, interesting stuff as we head into our final hour. We'll get some headlines on our Rindle report when we come back. Uh, maybe even open some phones. I don't know it's why. It's Wednesday. I feel like we can do that in our 9 o'clock hours. So stand by. Tier 1s. We'll hear from you coming up on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.